Welcome to another episode of the Strong Family Project podcast. I am Joe, joined on time by Mal. I try to start these fast so I can catch you without your microphone ready. <laughs> you did again. Head on a swivel. We're moving quick. This one is a 10-minute Tuesday topic. We do these shows every Tuesday, and we post our full-length ones on Thursday, which run eh, 30 to 45 minutes where we dive in more deeply on a overall strategy for you as parenting. We try to hit the tactics, the quick stuff on the 10 minute ones. So you get value on both sides. If this does provide value to your life, do share the show. We appreciate it. We want to reach more parents with this message and empower them to live purposeful and intentional lives. And you sharing, rating, and reviewing the shows really helps us out. Today we're going to play a little hide and seek. Mel wants to play a game called Find the Opportunity. Mel, explain what we're talking about. Okay. <clears throat> I didn't do my thing, though. Mel, do your thing and then explain what okay. we're talking about. <laughs> Welcome back to the Strong Family Project podcast, where we guide you on the path to raising confident, independent, and resilient children in a strong family environment. Well done. Thank you. Now continue with the... <laughs> Something didn't feel right there for a second. Yeah, I got so excited to... Okay. We are talking about finding opportunity, seeking opportunity in all situations. So it's a mindset thing today. And we really try to do this. We really try to see opportunity everywhere. And the more you are willing to look for opportunity, the more opportunity will present itself, is my, has been my experience. So this, is, this came up as an idea for a 10-minute Tuesday because... Our son came home and we had a, there was a concern at school and we had to address it with him. And instead of getting upset with him or yelling at him or reacting just emotionally, we always try to ask ourselves, what outcome do we want out of this situation? Do we want him to walk away defeated? Do we want him to walk away with a plan and a strategy and progress forward? I think the answer is pretty obvious, but we really try to be thoughtful about it. So one way that we usually do this is we try to first always discuss behind the scenes. Joe and I go on walks, we have discussions so that we can get the emotional stuff out of the way so that we can truly work with our kids on how to see things as an opportunity and gain something good out of a tough situation. Do you have an example that comes to mind for you? I do, but do you want to finish up with this example? Oh, sure. So there was some kind of issue with his writing assignment. And I really thought to myself, I want to make sure that he's empowered by what he can do different next time. Not simply be get in trouble for something, but we want to, him, first of all, be able to explain himself. So I always ask the question of, can you help us understand what happened here? Because his voice and his opinion and his perspective is important. But I also want him to walk away with a plan and a solution. One of the things was to, we're going to start doing a journal together where we can work on his writing abilities and explaining himself to not leave things up to assumption. So I've always tried to find a way to move forward with it. And he really handled it well. We, don't, we really try to keep the heart rates low in our family. We really try to have a perspective of problem solving. And I wanted him to be able to explain himself and walk away with a plan in hand, which is really what happened. But it only happened because we thought ahead, what do we want the outcome to be? We kept our tempers in check, and we wanted him to have a learning opportunity. Great example. I'll give a, another one if that's yes, good with do. it. Yeah. Kids wanted some extra money. 
that the, one of our sons wanted to build a battle bot and some other things and they've squandered some of their previous earnings. And so that's, Hey, we're not just going to hand it to you. It's why don't you take some time, brainstorm some ways to earn some extra money. So they came up with a list and a lot of it's above and beyond household stuff. There are some we live on a dirt road on the side of a mountain with some potholes and then, Hey, we'll go fill all those potholes. Yes. That like above and beyond serves our families. We're not bouncing our cars off everything and it serves the community as well. So it's an opportunity to contribute uh, above and beyond to earn something that they want. And so that's a big piece of it. They came up with an idea to do some mulch in front of our house and fire mitigation by picking up the sticks and I said, Hey, why don't we just buy a, a mulcher? I can support you with that. You can mulch all the sticks. You'll have some mulch to spread around. They thought, hey, like there's some people down the road that talk about that too. Like they want to get do some fire mitigation, pick up all these dry sticks around their house because wildfires are a big deal. Maybe we could mulch their yard too. And they started like making business cards and making business plans out of this opportunity because we push them a little bit. Hey, like we're, you had money, you bought the toys you wanted to buy, and now it's gone. Like, that's part of it. Now, how else would you like to contribute? What are the other opportunities? And it's created so much more the transactional go fill a pothole, we'll give you money. Now they're thinking more creatively and they're getting some self-confidence that they can earn it themselves, which is a huge part of building resilience in their life. Yeah, I love that. As soon as they get the ball rolling, they really were taking off on it. Even Henry's even like looking up how much mulchers cost and these different things just because they get excited about it because they're seeing it as opportunity. Not just, I think another important thing to think about is kids can get bored. And oftentimes we want to just, okay, then go do this or go do that. They need to learn to fill their own time. So look at it as an opportunity. So on, I don't know if it was Wednesday or Thursday, we had a lot of rain here, which is unusual. And the school down the mountain was, had to be closed because of flooding. And so that, that meant two out of three of the kids were able to, were going to stay home. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, what are they going to do with their time today? Let's see it as an opportunity to use our time wisely and not just squander the whole day away with tech or TV or just like being annoyed because you're bored. So we were really, we really spent a lot of time and we progressed. So Henry and I worked on a project he had. The boys create these little ornaments that we, it's a little business they have on the side. So I helped him do some of the painting for that. And then he also decided he wanted to work on a school assignment. So we figured out how to do that. And we played a bunch of games together. So we took that day as an opportunity to spend time together and make some progress. And I thought that was just different than just being like, snow day, just go do whatever you want and waste the day. I think as soon as you pick up that mindset of what's the opportunity here, or let's say we're on a walk, I feel like kids always make it into a cool opportunity. They'll start Everett hunts for trees to bring home, <laughs> or they'll think of some kind of a game or they'll have a boomer or what is that called? a slingshot and they'll do something with that. So as soon as, I think kids are great at this, but oftentimes we have to foster this idea of let's see it as an opportunity instead of seeing it as, oh, this situation sucks. What can we get from it? So I'll empower you with a question that you can ask to help find the opportunities. Here's the tactic that you can start practicing immediately in your day-to-day -day life with your kids. So when they bring something up, agree with them and then ask them the question that'll lead them to the opportunity. For example, hey kids, you wanna go on a walk? No, that's boring. I agree, Walk, just walking can be boring. What else can we do on that walk? I want a battle bot. I agree, I would love to see you build one. I don't have enough money. Okay, that's a great point, I agree. You don't have enough money to get what you want now. 
how can we solve this? What are, why don't you take some time and look up some 10 ideas of things that you can do to earn it? So agree instead of fight. That is the first part to bridge the gap. So you're not like, oh, walks aren't boring. They say they're boring. You say they're not boring. There's no way to prove either of you and they will hold on to their prior belief. If they say, hey, walks are boring. You say, yeah, oh, no, they're not. They're great. (laughs) Then you go outside, you get some sun. Okay. So yeah, I agree. They can be boring. How do you want to solve that? You're hungry? I agree. Like it's been a long day. What do you want to make? (laughs) Right. Yeah, put the onus on them to find the opportunity and get creative with it. And I think sometimes as parents, we want to just solve the problem for them. And this gives them the opportunity to learn how to get creative and solve their own problem. It goes back to our episode on family culture. There's a collaborative decision-making process that instills confidence in children. And by you just arguing against them to try to prove them wrong undermines that. And so all these examples matter. We had an example in a previous episode like, hey, my teeth really hurt from the orthodontics. I agree. That did hurt. I was, I used to get orthodontics too. And that really hurt. I understand it's uncomfortable. What can we do to move past it? What can we do to take your mind off of it? What can we do to make it hurt less? What can we have for dinner that won't affect your chewing? Oh, let's have, I'll make some Kodiak well, we pancakes yeah, and stuff pancakes. like that. Oh, let's have eggs. Okay, great. It gets them thinking. You might know the answer. Like, okay, fine. I just won't give you hard food. <laughs> That undermines their self-confidence significantly. The outcome and the situation is the same. We get so many questions on what do we do in this situation? It's more about the question and the interaction than just like making the outcome appear out of thin air. Like you can make them go on a walk by telling them that they're not boring. It wasn't their own opinion though. There was no collaborative decision-making. There was no finding of the opportunity. It was just you using your relationship capital as a parent to force them to do something. And there's a more articulate way to do it. Right. Even on Saturday mornings, we tend to record some of these podcasts and we need the kids to occupy themselves during that time. So we don't necessarily tell them what to do. We say, here's your opportunity as this is their three brothers, to spend some time together. And we do give them some boundaries. You're not going to be watching TV the entire time. Please go outside and do something. But it gives them the opportunity. Usually they come up with something really exciting and really fun. And they even had some creative problem solving because they wanted to watch different shows for the last little bit of time. And they figured out a way to do it. So I think when you empower them with the question, like you said, what can you do about it? It gets them thinking, and then they gain confidence because they were able to solve the problem. And oftentimes with kids, they think of creative things. If you found this mindset shift helpful, please share the show, leave a rating and review. Thank you for listening to a quick 10-minute Tuesday, the Strong Family Project podcast. Appreciate you listening.